Welcome back, everyone, to HalloweenHaunts365.com, the podcast. I'm Jared. Hi, I'm Terry. Today, we're going to do something a little different. We're waiting on a couple interviews. It's <laughs> tough during the holiday season. Tonight, we'll be heading up to Field of Screams. Yes. <laughs> little surprise action because our event got canceled under uh, predicaments yet to be known. To throw that out there. Kind of looking forward to you know being a vendor for the first time, but you know shit happens and you roll with the punches. Yep. Today we're gonna do 2022 best takeaways. This is more like industry stuff that we noticed starting in the haunt season, and these are the good ones. And next week will be the bad ones. Well, not bad, but stuff I think we could add on. But uh, got a few ideas here. But first off, you want to check out a real horror podcast. It's growing. It's been a lot of fun. We've got a lot of crazy episodes on there. We just did our first true crime. But check out the commercial and then like and subscribe. Yeah, basically what takes us apart from the four billion horror podcasts we actually know what we're talking about it's very interesting i can't tell you how many horror podcasts i listen to that really don't know what the fuck they're talking about or even true crime yeah well we got it all there so but we're gonna bring it back to the haunts because that's what we do here at h8365 all right so some of the cool takeaways we took from this crazy haunt season that we have very few people got to as many haunts as we did. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot, but it, it was, was fun. fun. <laughs> and I'm building the list for next year. It's over in the corner. Uh, John just went to Chambers of Hell in Long Island. He says we need to put it on the list. Oh, wow. So we'll have to put that on the list. I'll, I'll talk to him more because Long Island is a hike. But the Amityville house is in Long Island. Right. So take pictures all right anyway so some of the things we saw were pretty cool the vip tickets coming out with other merch for a different level of vip is a fun idea yes because you could get vip and then there was like ultra vip some places had where it came with a, like a t-shirt or a mug or a keychain some had free parking attached to it or closer parking uh, yes <laughs> close parking i mean but it, it is a good idea it is it, it it adds to the experience and they were allowing there's haunts out there that allowed if you did the vip you can go any day you didn't have to pick your day we'll get into that i know but i'm just saying i will click that button right now <laughs> but yeah i mean it, it's a chance to push your merch a little more Get a little more merch sales through that with the VIP uh, Extreme ticket. Um, some even came with like discounts to food, a free beer. Like we saw all kinds of stuff yeah. this off season. Well, while we were scheduling, we saw all this stuff. But I mean, it's cool ideas. It's a way to add more income. If you have like a designated parking lot, you're making twenty more dollars than you would for the ticket. Fuck it. It didn't cost you anything. No. <laughs> yeah. And you got the t-shirt, so I mean, it's, it's it was a cool idea that I really enjoyed. Alright, moving on. I'm going to give a shout I'm not mentioning haunts in this, but I'm going to mention this haunt, because this idea 
really took off on many ways. This is to Lehigh Valley Screen Park. The idea of group numbering. So basically, what happened when you got to Lehigh Valley? There's a long line out the door to buy your tickets. Out the door in the parking lot. <laughs> well, it just yeah. went through that room. It's not like you had another line when you got in no. that door. Once you got in there, you got in there. So you went through the door, you bought your tickets, and then when you walked into the park, you were handed a group number. So basically, your adventure would start when your group number was called. So you did not have to wait in the hayride line to start. You can go eat some fries, grab a couple beers, hang out by the fire pits, fire pits, or do what we did and just take photos, take video, video, and video. Go hang out with the epic DJ. He was slamming those hits that night, <laughs> but it really opened up the world to for them to spend money. Yes, I mean at the end of the day, this is a business. And that idea is just, it, it, it was dumbfounded that this is the first time we've seen it in our 10 years of doing this shit. I know. I was shocked. I mean, it's a great idea. Yes, I know COVID brought on the time ticketing and time slots, but guess what? If you're buying your tickets in June, you can't really fucking say, hey, October 12th, we're going here. How do you know? It's tough. Especially, you know, with kids and... Uh, yep, I think everything you know, changes. work. Life changes. I'll get into that on the bad side, though. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> I thought this was a really cool idea to keep people in the park, spending that money, and buying the merch. I mean, every time I looked up, there was a little line in front of every store there. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a good idea. I and thought then, it was... Outstanding. Then the timing of the hayride really paid off for the rest of the attractions because we didn't wait in a single line. No. Once they called your group, you went to the hayride. Yep. And then you went on to whatever one you wanted next, really. They yes. had suggestions, and I'm pretty much those suggestions worked. But uh, I, I, with all haunts, you definitely want to go on slower nights because A, they need that business from that slower night, and B, you'll have a better time. Uh, more off-season events happening. We're flooded with Christmas haunts. Oh my god, I was I don't remember it being like this. It wasn't. <laughs> it gets every weekend. I know. And a, a lot of month. the haunts have stacked, like summer tonight, summer next week, and there's a couple the week after. Right. It's smart. It's very good ideas. Um, like I'm not going to say they compete, but working together to stagger is such a cool idea. Because you're seeing what time they're opening, and you're going to change your schedule to this and that. It, yes. And Christmas isn't the only one. I'm seeing a ton of Valentine's Day. I'm seeing a ton of St. Patty's Day. I'm seeing a ton of Halfway to Halloween's. And, you know, it's it just it keeps the business in the mind of the consumer. Yes, it does. Obviously, you're not going to get the crowds out that you're going to get, like, October 25th. But you're going to get some people out. And it's going to be the people that absolutely love these things. So you're, the actors are going to have a better time anyway. Right. You're not getting, <laughs> you know, Jane Doe out there. Oh, I, I picture Brighton in her dance clothes. Freezing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Half shirt. Oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> I think that was St. Patty's Day we saw that, right? Yes. Yeah. A couple years ago. Mm-hmm. 
Well, tonight we're going to our first Christmas haunt. We usually take the Christmas season off because, A, I don't like Christmas. No, we've been to a Christmas one. We've been to Brighton. Yeah, this but is the first that was a long time, time ago yes. we've been to Brighton. And this is the first time we've been to Field of Screams. For Christmas. For Christmas. Yes. I'm excited. Me too. It'll be fun seeing everyone. And then our haunts decorating Christmas lights. I know. Yeah, the off-season things are fun. It also helps the social media of the haunts, and we'll get into that later. Projection mapping. Seen quite a few of these. I think we're only touching the surface of what projection mapping could be. Because if you watch, I'll call them out, Field of Screams video on our channel, those are like 4K characters on the roof dancing around. They're clear as shit. Yes. They could be used inside. That was of, a really good show. They could be used inside the haunts. They can be added as actors. Add to that scare. Add, it could add. It could add a whole scene. Like I think we're just touching the tip, <laughs> just the tip <laughs> of what projection mapping can be. I agree. It. It's amazing. It is. And, you know. Technology's came such a long way. It has. It has. But, I mean, we can use it. Think about, like, a fire. You can surround well, a room in, like, fire and create, well, like, a scene. look at, I'm not going to say the name, but the haunt that we went that had the whole Michael Myers thing. That had some fire. Yeah, this, I'm but talking I'm you saying, could consume a room in fire. Oh, I know. Very but, safely. Yeah. I I know. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. That had a It thing was a in little it. bit. Yeah. But a very cool idea. Uh the, it's just coming. It's coming out. I'm excited to see what they do with it next year. With, you know, a lot of practice and a lot of different things. I mean, it's a cool idea. I mean, look at what certain haunts did with like portals. Right. Uh, I mean, just little ones right. even are effective. It's it's a cool. I'm not saying it's going to take over the haunt industry. Actors are always going to be number one, but you can use it as a tool to help those actors create a hell of a scare and a theme. All right, so yeah, they're they're getting really good. Next up is I noticed a lot more lighting environmental, meaning you didn't. There wasn't a ton of spotlights to light a room. They used lamps. You know, environmental lighting means they're using what would actually be in that scene to light that scene. Like a lamp. Exactly. Chandelier. The creepiness. Obviously, if you want a red room, <laughs> you can use the spotlight. Right. But I thought the envi environmental lighting really added to the um, aesthetic. And it really kept you immersed in the scene. Whereas some places you walk in, there's a giant white spotlight to your left. And then there's a living room. Yeah, I don't really have a spotlight in my living room. <laughs> just stuff like that um <laughs> kind of 2023 2020 jesus jaren 2020 it's early guys it's early 2022 i needed to get this out of the way so she could bake me my chocolate chip cookies which is needed and then we're gonna how do you know i was baking chocolate chip oh they cookies? better be first i don't give a shit about the rest the rest are trash you might as well just throw them out when when she makes all the tins Every all the chocolate chip cookies disappear. We end up throwing out the rest. That's so, not true. It's true. That is not true. Okay. When I take pictures and post it on Halloween Haunts three sixty five Instagram, 
in March of the leftover snickerdoodles and sugar cookie and all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Continue on. <laughs> uh, all right, so moving on. Return of the Haunt Story. Return of the Haunt Story. One hit this out of the fucking park. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. But it really... And not a lot of places use it anymore. No. What I would do, either on the websites or make like an audio version on the website that people could listen to on the way. Maybe like a little 10 minute backstory. You pull up, put on the, you can even do it on YouTube. I mean, just something you can play over the car. Play that spooky story. Right. Play a little backstory. That's a good idea. I know. I have nothing but good ideas. I married you, didn't I? That's true. Okay. Get off my ass. But it adds to the inclusion. It adds to the atmosphere. If you hear it right before you go in, you're going to remember it. You're not going to remember it when you're on the website in July buying tickets. No. But, I mean, you you can make up a story from anything you already have if you're inventive enough. Just don't call me because I'm terrible at writing, apparently. I can write reviews, but when it comes to a book, I'm six years in, and I have, like, 12 pages. I haven't touched in a while, though, but we'll get into that. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be cool. You're, like, 10 minutes out on the GPS. You're like, all right, let's play this story. And then when you're pulling up, you're seeing all the facades and the music and the smoke rising from there, and you're hearing the stories. I think it's a really cool idea. But uh, shout-out to the Conover Killings for really just... Building a haunt around the story, which is That's, very new. It still just blows my mind. Like, he built... And part of your walkthrough is listening to the story. Yes. Which means, like, when you're in queue lines, especially during haunt season, a lot of times you're in there for a while. And a lot of them already have screens. Play the warning videos, but then add the little five-minute story. Yeah. It's you know a what I mean? Idea. Which is... Just an idea. I mean, especially the Conover killings, how he did, how they did it. It was just crazy because you're not, you're paying attention to the ground. You're paying attention to the speaker. You're not paying attention to your surroundings. Yeah. And I do have to say, I think out of all the haunts we did, 20 something, it was, was the only one I screamed so much. Yeah. <laughs> Because I wasn't paying attention. I was listening. I was zoned in <laughs> on that speaker. Yep. That was a cool idea. But yeah, that, it was kind of the return of the haunt story, which has pretty much faded away. Next up would be time tickets to an extent. A lot of places you had to buy VIP tickets early to be able to come any night. And other places, when you wanted the general admission, you had to pick the time and day. I did all this in June. I have no idea. Well, I do, but, you know, normal Gene and John don't. They have no idea. None. There's no way to plan that. I mean, you can throw it in the calendar, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean, the time tickets is cool because it helps you see when people are coming. But if they don't come, I mean, I don't know. It's just... To an extent, it works, but to an extent, it doesn't. Like, that was our biggest pain was there were certain haunts where we didn't need VIP because we were going early enough, but it made us choose a date and a time. 
But what if I end up with like a sick kid? What if I end up, then I'm screwed. Right. I mean, it, I would do time or a day. Like, not a specific day, but like, all right, I'm going to buy this ticket for a Friday at 8 o'clock. So then there's only like four choices. And then if I can't make it on a Friday at 8 o'clock, that's on me. Right. But there's some leeway, but still you have an idea of your four Fridays. Yeah. That's what I would do differently. Just from a consumer standpoint. In-season promos for the slower nights. We saw this pop up a couple times this year. Uh, They would run like, I don't know, $10 off on like a Thursday because they knew they were going to be slow. Cool idea. (laughs) It is a cool idea. We were in sync. (laughs) On that, yeah, it, it was a really cool idea. Uh, I haven't seen that in past seasons. It might be there, but I didn't see it in past seasons. Um, I think it helps to fill the fill the queues. Hey, they're having ten bucks off. Do you want to go back? Right, that's another thing it for return them. customers exactly. for the same year, especially if you live up there. Like if. If uh, Night of Terror had like a twenty dollar off night, we might have just headed up there after one of the haunts because it's ten minutes away. Yeah. So they would have made another, you know, forty bucks. Just ideas. I mean, in season promos for the slower nights was such a cool idea. I saw a couple of them pop up. So hats off to those guys. Smart, smart marketing. Off season promos were great. It really helped us out, and it helps out other normal consumers because we are not normal consumers of haunt tickets. I think I had a ton- <laughs> I was stacking them up over here in June. I'm like, "Yep, boom! It's payday time to buy some haunt tickets." <clears throat> it really helps you get the more haunts with the off-season ticket sales, and they were running promos like like Penhurst. I'll call them out. We've got a hell of a deal at Penhurst. Mm-hmm. And that was, I, Penhurst were always going to do VIP because you guys kill it and those lines are insanity. So Penhurst threw it up, a certain amount of money off, and. What did, um, Glenn had said he got, um, yeah. Night of Terror for what, 13? Uh, I don't, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't remember. But, uh,. Yeah, so Penhurst, they had VIP. You could choose, you could come any night, just buy the ticket. I'm like, all right, that works. That was an easy decision. So if the general admission do the same thing, those are easier decisions to make. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, and that's another point. And if you watch the, the, uh, oh my God, it's too early for this, babe. <laughs> If you watch Fall Ritual on YouTube, which you probably do if you watch us, uh, he always says, make sure you're following all their social medias. Yes, I would definitely. And that's where I found all of these was once I got the date I was waiting for, I had our schedule. So it was just a matter of, can I save money by buying tickets now? And I did. A couple of them were on Groupon. Yeah, some will come to Groupon later. Later. You can't really plan ahead with Groupon. No. You just have to follow Facebook, yeah, Instagram, which I don't. But girl, you gotta I know, pick up your Instagram. I, I never on Instagram. Facebook, Facebook doesn't turn any anything. And I have friends that 
write me on Instagram and it could be six weeks until I get back to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I sent you something. But uh, yeah, they really helped us plan out the year and helped us save a couple bucks. But I mean, the off-season promos, it's going to help fill your books. If they get a random email that, hey, so and so haunts going to be fifteen dollars off if you buy tickets now. Shit, family of four, that's fifty bucks, sixty bucks. So I mean, it really pays off. All right, so moving on. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those who put their schedule out early. It does help. Oh my god, it helps. It really helps plan. It really helps people hit more haunts. It really, really does. Um, I mean, shit, I was waiting for one up until, what, August? Like, you already know when you're opening. Yeah. You know now when you're opening. Now. You really do. I know you do. Don't lie. I'm looking at you guys. You know when you're opening. Yeah, they just waited till the last minute just, to post it. Just release the schedules because it helps it helps us helps normal people get out to your haunt. I mean, we started having Halloween shit dropping stores in early August this year. Yeah. So people August. are starting to th- normal people are starting to think about it in August and we don't still have half the schedules. Like what? Like once the pumpkins start showing up at Home Depot, get your schedule out. Because people start thinking about that shit. Well, I wouldn't go by Home Depot. Okay. Because when Spirit Halloween it. opens their flagship, push there your you schedule. <laughs> because people start getting in that mindset. People right. have mindsets. Normal people don't sit here and think about this shit all day, every day, like I do. That is true. Like, I already know where we're going next year. I'm just waiting for <laughs> schedules. Just wait and sh- for schedules. Yeah. And it's a little too early. I know. I'm not bitching. <sighs> I'm ready to go. My hat, I gotta cut my hair. My hat's moving. My hat's moving. All right, so. My face is itching today. Another thing I saw <laughs> is. Yeah, it's itching me too. <laughs> Another thing we noticed were the um, off season social media engagements really stepping up. Seen a ton of posts from the haunts in the off season. We saw them before the seasons opened. After the after season show started, they really kept pushing, and that really helps keep it in the mind of the average consumer. Like normal John and Jane are going to go to your haunt, have a good time, and then follow you on Facebook. They're not going to follow you on Facebook before going. No. So if you keep posting, John and Jane are coming back. If you forget about all of it and just post something in September, John and Jane might not care about haunt season anymore. Right. Use your characters. Use your facades. I'm seeing beautiful posts coming out, even from haunts that aren't open during the Christmas time. There's constantly something. There's constantly engagement. I would keep it to once a week. If you want to do more shit, it doesn't hurt. Um, more merch coming out. I've seen a crazy amount of merch. Not enough, but it's growing. Like T-shirts are fun. Trinkets are fun. If you look behind Terry's head, that's a collection of stickers, magnets, and bumper stickers that we were able to find from a couple haunts. And if you guys noticed, our uh, VIP board's growing. Got a picture of us and the Haunt Review crew. Uh, our Feel the Screams awards. We got a bunch of stuff up there. As you can see, Freddy. 
Yeah, Freddy. He's like toppling over with all the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's got another year in him before I got to brace him. But yeah, I mean. We should put a Santa hat on him. No, we're never doing that. Get the fuck out of here. Christmas sucks. Oh, I hate it. Constant fucking stress. All right, but uh, yeah. The see now you just threw me off by I'm saying sorry. That. Fucking here. And I now hiring <laughs> at HalloweenHaunts365.com. People that aren't going to mention a Santa hat in my office. Okay, then I can point out that lamp looks nice there, but it's not staying. Brian Copen sold you that lamp, and you dismissed it from our living room like a redheaded stepchild. Well, because it's Christmas time. I needed to put the... That match is Christmas. There's red in it. Well, I needed to put the leg lamp in that place. And then the leg lamp will go away. Nothing will... And Brian Copen's lamp will go back. Nothing will bring you back from this. You say, get this shit out of here. <laughs> it's Christmas time. Did you... Well, I could have left it there and didn't put the leg lamp up that's fine i don't care about christmas you could have not did anything out there i'd be completely fine christmas is on you don't bring this over to me in the months of november and december i sit in here and bask in my horror glow i touch my paintings and holly jolly bullshit then i don't have to make you christmas cookies no, you're going to make chocolate chip cookies. I don't want Christmas cookies. You can make them in August. I don't care. They don't have to be Christmas cookies. I want some chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Just because you bake around Christmas does not make them Christmas cookies. <laughs> uh, that was a fun little riot. <laughs> See, we're entertaining here. We're not just the haunts. I'm, I'm an asshole, and yeah. I, I don't hold anything back. <laughs> but she married me, so she's got to deal with it. I'm never an asshole to you. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. The look of death I just got <laughs> from you guys in your car. Oh, my God. All right, but more merch. I want more merch. Uh, oh, we want mugs. Mugs, uh, well, mugs. I thought everybody well, drinks mugs, though. Drinks so, mugs? So go with what works. Obviously, hoodies are going to work because people don't know how to dress for weather. Because they're not... They're just out there one time with their little half shirts on. I have a Frightland mug today. I like that, that mug. I'm using. Yeah, it reminds me of Slimer from Ghostbusters. Yes, it does. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that you got to stock mugs because I collect mugs. Um, but do it works. Trust me, a lot of these ones that really... Get weird light on my mustache. All right, back to the thought. A lot of these places have lines out the door for their merch stands. It means yeah. people are spending money, and your profit margin is going to be a hell of a lot higher in the merch stand than it is the haunt line. Trust me, I know. I've ran many businesses, <laughs> and merch is the key to more money. Merch and food. Keep them in the park, keep them fed, keep them happy. You will cash out at the end. All right, you good? Yeah. All right. The organization we saw this year is probably the best we've ever seen. 
from communication of teams to parking lot communication to knowing where to go, knowing what to do, knowing how to handle things. It basically wasn't a shit show. No, there was no shit shows this year. and We've seen some shit shows. Oh, yeah. But this year was pretty much the fucking easiest season we had as of, especially with all the new ones we went to. You go to a new haunt, the average person is going to think, where the fuck am I going to park? Is parking free? Do they have food? Are we going to eat there? How much is this going to cost? That's your average dad of two kids and a wife. That's right. their thinking. But with all the new haunts, we were able to very easily find that information on their websites. Correct. Especially the parking. The parking's a big deal because parking can be a make or break, really, if you're going to go. Because it can be a pain in the ass to park in some of these haunts. Right. And even finding them. And that's not the haunt's fault. I mean, if you're on a farm, God knows if Apple Maps or Google Maps even fucking gets you there. (laughs) Might not find you. That's not. But a lot of the haunts did a good job of keeping up with their Google Maps and Apple Maps. Where I was able to just write down, type in the name of the haunt in the Apple Maps. And it took us right there. I didn't have to go to the website to get the address. No. So basically, I just typed in the name of the haunt and it took us there. And I know there's haunts out there that need to step that up. But uh, it's a lot easier than trying to find an address while you're sitting in a car eating. Right. Because sometimes we have a, quite a few hours of drive. Right. To a I haunt. mean, you're going to. Our deal is we'll stop a Wawa, get what we're going to eat, get in the car, and type it in the GPS. On our phones, we don't use. The car navigation, because I don't believe that shit's right anymore. Who the hell even uses that? But, uh, so we were able to just type in the haunt, and it took us right there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the organization was awesome. It was a, it was, it was flawless. We, we never hit one little hiccup. No, not at all. A ton of midway changes this year. Saw a ton. And they kept us in these parks a lot longer. Again. Not just us looking around too. Like it keeps the can it keeps the Oh, if it's keeping us there longer, it's gonna keep the average person there even longer. Right. Because we're we're fed. We're ready. We're ready to go. So for us to hang out, it was a good time. The average person is just gonna stop because there's food. They're they and their little and their kid is hungry. Yep. Or mommy, I'm thirsty. Mommy, I gotta go to the bathroom. Mommy, I want this toy. You're gonna get all that with a bigger midway and they're gonna spend more money. Uh the games of Midway is a good money money maker. Um of course they're cute, the games. You just really clicked loud as hell right there. With oh, the hell was sorry. that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I mean, the Midway games were fun. It keeps people spending money. It keeps people entertained. So if you have, like, a 10-minute haunt and then there's Midway games and stuff, there's even more for people to do. Uh, the food. Food's a must nowadays. I really think it is. It, it, it's just a must. Team up with a... We went to a couple haunts that didn't have any. Yeah. Team up with, like, a food truck, dude. I right. mean, you won't see that income, but... You just have to have the space for it. Yeah, your customers will be happier. 
But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool shit out there. I mean, most of the haunts now do have a midway where you can hang out even when you're done haunting. And, and then, like I said, the more people you keep in the park, the more money you make. Um, our last one is kind of a tease. We've heard a lot of inside stories from a few haunts of things that are coming in 2023. 2023 is going to be a lot more epic than 2022 was. There's a lot of changes coming. I'm excited to see these changes. I'm not telling you a single thing about these changes. That's the thing. A lot of them are changing. And we had talked about going to all new haunts and doing a couple. Yeah, but they're not. It's not that kind of changes. But I'm just saying, even a little change means a lot. We're still going to hit our favorites, though. I know we're still doing that. But it's like, okay, we know the one we went to for the first time is doing a couple changes. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, we don't want to go back there because we want to do something new. And well, we're just going to have to yeah. balance. We, I know. We know what changes we are being. We can't get to them all. We know what changes are being made, so we're fine. It's the other folks out there. But a lot of changes coming down the pipeline. Get your tickets early to your favorite haunts. Um, check out the social medias. Check out our award show if you're starting to think about next season, which you're not because you're a normal person and not a psychopath like me. What? I've been building that list. I know. I was building saying, it yesterday. We keep saying add to the list. Add yep. to the list. Oh, we want to attack a bunch of new ones next year. That's our what goal. What we're going to have to do is start doing two. Oh, yeah. Two in a night. Did you get a third job that I don't know about? <laughs> it ain't amount of time. It's about it the is to the time. We, we, we need to. We had a perfect year this year. We did. We only had a little tiny bit of rain. Yeah, but we still went. We still went. It didn't mess up our. We, we only we only had one sellout, and that was because I was waiting for a sale, and we weren't exactly sure it right. was going down anyway. So I never bought the tickets. Well, I uh, yeah, but I'm saying, and we did flip flop a couple places because of our schedule. Yes, which is gonna happen, but our new list isn't even really that long. You know what I mean? And a couple of these are close, so it's going to be the same thing. We need to plan out our haunt trip for 2023. I know. We'll see. If you guys have suggestions for what state we should go to, leave a comment below. I'm leaning towards New Orleans. I've never been there. I'm okay with that. I've been there, but I haven't done anything there. You know what I mean? Like, I saw the stadium, but that was about it. I haven't been to uh, the French Quarter or anything. So we'll see. See how this all works out. But yeah, these are some of the best takeaways we took away from, like, an industry aspect. Not, you know, oh, this attraction was so good. No, we did enough of those shows. These are some of the organizational things that we found that really helped and will really work. Uh, our next episode is either going to be an interview or part two of this. Okay. You don't know what's going on. You yeah. just hang out for the yeah. ride. I know. I got to reach out to um, a yeah. couple people. You got to. You got to. You got to lift up your bootstraps here. I know. See Been a little busy. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't say nothing. I'm just hanging out. I've been a little busy. Okay. Me too. I just came back from Canada. How can you give me that look that I haven't been busy? Oh, there it is again. Here. That's <laughs> for you. That's for you. We're going to let that roll for the final episode here. You're such an ass. But on all serious notes, if you guys mm. live in a certain area and want to send us some reviews of haunts, reach out. Um, you could. It's easier just to catch us on Instagram. It's really the easiest. Email is email and then facebook it's this whole other thing to get to the haunts just instagram i'll make it that easy yeah i we're looking west if you guys are out west looking for a solid team we got california covered california we need mid yep so out that way hit us up instagram Tell us what you think about the videos. We put out a ton. A lot of them, some one of them is almost a 3K views for our review. That's good. Pretty awesome. But uh, like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a haunter, tell your next door neighbor. Just tell everyone. Uh, we're really looking to hit 1,000 subscribers before haunt season. That's my goal. Okay. The goal would have been a lot easier to hit if we weren't canceled on for today. I know. That's okay. But you know what? We just move stuff around and we get to go see. We get to go to a haunt. So I'm not really that upset about it. No. But it's kind of a shame that we had very little notice. But we move on. And that's the part of doing this kind of shit and business and uh, moving on. But yeah, uh, we're also working on a haunted overload behind the scenes episode. I don't have as much footage as I wanted. But I'll never have as much footage as I want. No, because you always say, I wish I would have taken more. I wish I would have taken more. But it's a pain in the ass with the phone. It really is. Once we get the camera, we just let that bitch roll. I know. Because you're not trying to figure out where people are at, trying to take video, da 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 You know what I mean? It's that type of deal. But we'll get there eventually. Guys, thank you so much for this season. We had a huge growth. Uh, we were weary about going from rent reviews to YouTube, but it's been fun. It has been. People are listening to the podcast. We got, uh, got a couple more weeks to haunt season. (laughs) Got about nine months. Nine months of shows to fill, but we have a ton of interviews lined up. Those well, we are have always some fun. Off-season stuff too coming up. Yeah, we'll do a we're review of break it up. We'll do a review of Field of Screams. We'll throw that out there. It's not gonna be a long video. They only have two open tonight. Okay. Yeah, they're two great ones. Two of my favorites. So I'm excited to get up there. And uh, you got anything else for the people out there? Why we're talking about the best takeaways from 2022? No. Just like and subscribe. Just like and subscribe. (laughs) And she wonders why I can't hear her. This is how she normally talks when I'm in another room. It's like, why are you talking like a librarian? I can't hear shit to begin with. Right. What? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, guys. But this has been Halloween Haunts 365.com, the podcast where every day is haunt season. Goodbye. Bye. Halloween Haunts 365. Five productions.